Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you'd like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Digital Suffering Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Something, my co-host... Phantom Limb. Yay, he remembered his name. Uh, okay, uh, first up, we're going to be looking at a uh, game called Waking. It's uh, coming soon. Uh, basic summary is that uh, you're in a coma, as, as per usual, and you have to wake yourself up by battling through uh, these dreamscapes um, with bosses representing... Uh, your psychological fears, uh, and in the game you can use memories. Uh, yeah, memory memories of your loved ones or treasured stuffed animals, etc., etc., uh, in order to um, help you in these uh, you know in these battles. Um, it's got a very lovely. It uses the the bloom effect a hell of a lot to. To give everything like a, a very dreamy, um, oversaturated feel to things. Very, very nice. Uh, yeah, looks cool. In, in terms of um, the graphics, and I do like the the the, the bosses. The very it's an eclectic range. Although some of them, the, like the abstract shapes, are kind of well. Is are people really f- afraid of like? A sort of mathematical starfish. <laughs> Maybe you like you had like shooting lasers at you and spiky things. Hell yeah! You know it's like oh I got a maths test, so you know geometry terrifies me perhaps. But then some of the other bosses are sort of like humanoid things that wouldn't look out of place of dead undead by daylight. Um, so it, it's kind of like a mixed thing, but still you know um, definitely like. Do you do you know when it's coming out? Do you remember? I don't think there is a release date. It's just sometime in the future. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Okay. Um, um, it does... Um, obviously, it's third person, but it does remind me a lot of uh, Risk of Rain 2. I don't... not. It, I wouldn't say it was similar in its vein, but um, it's kind of like this shooting. There's a lot of dodging... Um, so and there seems to be a lot of enemies on screen sometimes as well, um, but then there's also the element of hand-to-hand combat, um, and it seems like a sort of telekinesis. There's a point in the video where he uses a block that he's sort of holding mid-air, and he propels it towards the uh, to block a shot from the boss, yeah, and yeah. then he throws it in its face, um, and then there's these glowing items that he seems to be picking up and using to uh, to attack the bosses with for sort of like a heavy attack as opposed to running in and whacking them or shooting them mm. with something else. Maybe the the objects, the, the, those things, they represent something in, in the, you know, that dream world. Um, that's what allows you to, to use them as weapons. It's all the, the thing is because it's a lot of it is so abstract, um, given the nature of, you know, the, the dreaming dreaming states. It's it's very hard at this early point to say, 
you know, oh, this thing represents something without it being yeah explained. I mean, uh, that isn't that's you know we can get an idea of the gameplay. There's a little mini map in the bottom right corner of some of the footage that we've seen. So you'll be traversing a landscape. It's got enemies in it. You know, it looks sort of very fantastical and you know really rich. Which what, what more can you ask for from mm. a made-up place? <laughs> I remember reading something about it, and it said that something like it, it said, "Oh, you use your loved ones," and it, it implied it said, "Oh, the game's going to be very personal," and it implied that somehow you would get you could get people that you know, you know, in there. It's like um, that Lionhead game. What was it? Uh, no, it was one of those God games. It was. One of the first ones. It was called. What it does, it when you installed it, it would go into your. It would read your Outlook's contacts. Wow. And use the names. Invasive the, much? <laughs> I'm sure that. That's malware. I'm sure that you like <laughs> you when you scroll past it. Just yeah. click I agree. It said that. Oh yeah, you're by agreeing, you give us the power to do this. Anyway, it pulled people from your your contacts list from from Outlook. Good thing I don't use that. eh? And populated. Well, this is what. Late nineties, so anyway, and it, you use that to populate characters in the game. Gave them names, so you would be like talking to Uncle Fred or, or whatever. Um, See one of the special. I, I don't think it's going to be quite like that, but um, there was the implication that you, you could. Just, I think they've got the Tron machine, and they suck you into the game world, <laughs> and, and then they implement it, your code. You, you literally, it, the game puts it's. It is like it's a bespoke. Uh, set up and uh, it costs thousands uh, thousands pounds to get your own character implanted in the game. Maybe it's like Sword Art Online you get like a headset and it like traps you in the game until you complete it. Yeah but you know there's a fundamental problem with that. Somebody has to be feeding your body and I don't remember in any of the episodes that I watched of that Sword Art Online where anyone was feeding his body. In I'm thinking of a different... Wait, no, Silver Outline, they got... No, no, what he did was the, um, the, the programmer who created the world, he did an, um, a news broadcast and said that these people trapped... Obviously, it was late because some people got forcibly unplugged, which killed them. But, so that way, all yes, the survivors... No, 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 every time it showed his body, he was always lying in the same place as when he did in the first episode. He was never on a drip, on an IV, in a hospital. As far, as, far as I got to in that... Series. No, but they did. They, well, they did because they, they. Maybe it was not immediately after then, but um, they, at one point it was because all the, all, they were all collected by the government and kept in because they had to keep collected them collected by the government because un- bad words. Unplugging them, yeah, <laughs> unplugging them to kill them. Anyway, um, this game is probably not that hostile to the player. <laughs> well, you're already in a coma. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, it looks cool. Um, on the horizon, one to keep an eye on. Um, waking. Waking, yeah. Okay. Right, next up, I believe is... Monkey King. Yeah, Monkey King, Hero is back. Um, we, we both saw this recently. Um, it's published by all the companies, all of the companies. Um, the It's based on a animated movie that's come out in China. And... The, the the biggest selling point is that the um the is combat it, is it based on an animated movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a CGI. Okay. You know, it's one of those this CGI 
movies. Anyway, um, and from it, the people who bought you Kung Fu Panda, not really. No, it from the people who were inspired by Kung Fu Panda. Anyway, um, they brought you Kung Fu Monkey. The the martial the martial arts sequences, the uh, the Kung Fu, um, is taken very much from the the Hong Kong um, Kung Fu movies of old, whereby in the, in the fight sequences they would inject a lot of humor with like um, kung foolery kung foolery yes uh, for example what's called one developer mentioned that there, there's one sequence where there's a character and he's got a very hard head so when you punch him you hurt your hand and so the character holds his hand in pain and uh, the characters are all very expressive um, which gives it a very you know it brings the characters to life um, as opposed to like you know your average generic third person action where you you know action, action game where you run around collecting the 128 golden oh such and suches um, whereas can this just, can we just stop the collecting thing please what do you reckon are the odds that this will have you collecting something in order actually you have to collect I'm pretty sure we did see it when we were watching that developer video yeah to collect like golden from, something from I don't know if it was Gamescom or somewhere else TGS I don't know what it was I think it was Gamescom um, and he was I'm pretty sure he was collecting something you have to collect something because no you don't otherwise you just stand in the same spot you wouldn't go anywhere hold on a second <laughs> hold on a second that's because the story has no purpose to drive it. It's the collecting. What does Mario do with all those coins? He he weighs himself down he like goes a gambling. fat plumber. He goes gambling. Yeah, he's got a serious problem, that kid. Um, okay, well, collecting the stuff aside, um, you, you you control the eponymous monkey king, and that it's sort of set after something's befallen him, and he's fallen from grace and no longer has his powers, and so he has to go on an epic quest to collect the fragments of power that are scattered across the landscape <laughs> probably <laughs> yawn I mean it looks really nice and what we saw of it looked fun Yeah, but ultimately it is uh, a new generation of Jack and Banjo Daxter <laughs> what was the other one? Jack and Banjo Clank, that's what it is that, that, that will be its own genre Right, um, its own genre. What would that be? Which is that's what we'll call it. The right. the the, the, the Banjo, the the bank, back Anyway, the Django clank, the Django clank. <laughs> um, so the, the the fighting looks great. The only thing is that they mentioned that um, it seems that it's like single button combat. So it's like context. You like press the button and your character does all the moves. And then As when, I would expect from a game like this. And then when you get to like certain, if you're things, looking for substance, kids, it will QTE, you know, for the the finishes and stuff, which is kind of like a shame because I mean they got the this really detailed combat, and you don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you can pick stuff up in the world. You eventually get your bow staff back. Um, I say back because obviously the character's known for having it. You have to collect. It's been broken to pieces probably. And you have to Stop saying probably. <laughs> this is all conjecture and hearsay. That's what I, This is the conjecture and hearsay podcast, isn't it? No, that's down the road. <laughs> You're in the wrong place, chap. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, it could be 
fun, but you know, ultimately, game is coming out in October. So early uh, access on Steam. Early access on Steam. If right you want now. to help help them work out all the bugs before they release it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to be an unpaid bug tester that pays the company. There's your in. THQ or Oasis or Sony or something. Send us a, a review copy. <laughs> right. Uh, next up, we have... Um, you can't remember the name of the game. Uh, Oninaki. It's a game... It's, uh, just, it was released uh, about a week ago, I think. Um, I managed to get... Uh, have a play with the uh, demo. They had a demo, which is a, a rare thing in the, this uh, day and age. Um, yeah, they just expect you to buy everything and then work out that it's crap. Yeah, it, it, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, the, the principal plot is you control a, a, a guy who uh, is a watcher. The watchers in this, um, in this land, what they do is they help guide the spirits of the dead onto the, the next world. You know, well, correction, onto the, onto the path of reincarnation. And also they help console... Uh, the living relatives, so that they don't grieve for them, because uh, a big part of their belief system is that if the surviving relatives grieve for the, the dead, their grief traps them on the you know in the physical world. Thus, does that mean from... that that's that's a form of immortality? It's kind of yes, but that means they're they're kind of ghosty, and it's not. It's all good. All you want to do is chat, right? Well, you just you can't interact with anyone, and it's great for them because they don't need to go to work anymore. It was called, uh, there's, there's one part early on whereby uh, this boy, you find the ghost of this boy, you score him back. Um, he's, he's, he's obviously been held back. He hasn't reincarnated. And you guide him back to the, the parents. And the parents, you know, say, oh, you know we know he, he's, he's dead. Um, and so instead of like saying, okay, we're just going to stop grieving, we will accept that he's passed on, the parents essentially. They ask the watcher to to kill them, so that they can join him in the next world, which is like a really messed up belief system. It's all, like, all you need then is somebody to believe in all of them and not let any of them move on. Yeah, it, 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 but, but it's like <laughs> it's like okay, reincarnation. Yeah, you move on, but it's also like weirdly fatalistic in that you know it's like okay, they're, they're dead. I know they're gonna be reincarnated. There's no point in me living on. I might as well die and get reincarnated as well. It's like... It's a great little reset button, isn't it? it I'm bored <laughs> of this existence. I don't like my job. But, but as a result, everyone is really... In, in, everyone you encounter is like really casual about life and death. Because when you die, you get reincarnated. So... Seems morbid as F. Yeah. It, it, it's, the thing is, it's, it's an interesting setup. Um but you said also that you traverse between the living and the yeah, dead. yeah. It's got a it's got a mechanic just like um, Leg- Zelda, <laughs> like Legacy of Cain, or all like Zelda and stuff. Um, whereby you've got the the world of the living and you've got the the spirit world, which you can cross into because there are certain enemies um, that only exist there, and you can only again you can only see the ghosts uh, there initially, and then when they join you, um, you can pull them, you know, so they are visible in in the um, in the physical world. Um, and they have like sort of puzzle areas whereby um, some kind of evil is in the background, and it can manifest these like like weird mini boss monsters that can 
like obstruct the spiritual energy in, in an entire area. So you literally can't see anything. The, you, you, try, you jump into the spirit world and there's like this inky black area. You walk into it, you can see your character and like nothing else. And perhaps like the ghost fires from enemies, but you can't see what's attached to them. So you have to like kite them out of this like, you know, obscured zone mm. in order to do any fighting because essentially you're fighting blind otherwise. And you have to like tr- jump into this like, hidden area locate this thing that's that's causing the um causing the spiritual blackout then jump back to the physical world and you kind of pull it with you and then you can actually attack it um which is like a thing so it allows you to jump back and forth and it makes it interesting but i mean otherwise you you sort of say well it it, it doesn't really matter you you go you go okay you need to find the boy the boy's a ghost you jump into spirit world Mm. you walk till you find him you say, okay, right, take him to his parents. You jump to the physical world. You go to the parents. And there are, like, these, you know, the enemy, the, there are enemy spirits in both in both sides. So whichever side you're in, you're fighting something. And it's, like, it's kind of so simplified. It's, like, it doesn't say, oh, you, you have to work out, I need to do this mechanic in order to solve this puzzle. It's, like, okay you need to be in the spirit world for this section, you need to be in that world for that section in order to progress. Um, it, it, it's a shame. Also, the, 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 oh yeah, another thing, the, the combat is laborious. The enemies you fight, they're sort of like little spirit crows and these weird spiders and stuff. Uh, the designs are, are, are wonderful, but the, the, the most weakest enemy, the crow, mm. takes three full hits to die. And this oh, is like wow. swipe, swipe, swipe. That's how long it takes. I mean, you can obviously, if you kite them into a group, you can hit multiple to speed things up or if you use a special attack. But like you use a special attack, it does 50% damage. You still have to hit it twice because your your normal hits do 33% damage. So it's like, it just takes yeah, so long to kill everything. Yeah, but you're talking about the, the power creep in every game. But... I got up to I I completed the demo and when a character seems to get a little bit more powerful, it you you power is acquired by acquiring new summons, new spirits, you know, to assist you, which means that the enemies that you fight, they they take the same number of hits all the time, and like later on in this underground well, so section, it just basically scales. It I don't it, it's that's what it feels like. There's, there's like these tank like things that shoot like rockets at you, well sort of a blob of energy or whatever, but they were like. They take like six, seven hits. Easily. Sure, but I mean, I'm guessing that once there's going to be a, even if it scales, there's going to be a, a curve where it doesn't scale beyond, mm. and or your character just has scaled higher to the point where it cannot keep up with the scaling. I I really hope so, but because the fact obviously I don't know what level were you when you there, there was no there's no there's no real leveling. So it's just a progression system based on... on... On progress. You know, as you progress, you acquire... Sorry, you're at this point in the story... That kind of narrows... Here the, is the I'm stuff. not saying that's bad, but it kind of narrows the field of how you get on. Because yeah. that means... Do the summons level up? They... Do they, they acquire probably, new powers? It, it, it's, the, the demo was only um, about an hour long. You only get up to, like, the second second boss thing. Um it, it, it's very short, but it, it didn't. They didn't feel like there was any kind of progression other than acquiring a new summon with a different attack mechanic. Each summon gives you a different weapon. You start the one you start with gives you a sword, and you get like a dash. 
the next one you get gives you a spear and like a jumping dash <laughs> and it gives you a different special but I mean otherwise it felt you felt the same powerful it just you didn't feel any different it, it just so as a result like I suppose there's, that's there's a really interesting unless the later summons are just stronger than the... I, I really hope so but the, you're in a room like of, of mobs and you, you look at the more mobs there are, the more depressed it becomes because it, <laughs> it take, it's just going to take you longer to clear them. All it does is they just consume time because the, the combat's just not satisfying. And it, it's like, uh, you know, you, you, I was saying, oh, I'm working through it because, you know, the story was, you know, semi-interesting, but the combat was really holding me back. Um, and I, I sort of checked a review of it, uh, of the, you know, that someone had gone through the game prior, and they, they, they echoed my sentiments that, you know, the story, while it was like, you know, the story was interesting enough, the combat itself was just like not compelling to, you know, to to say this is this is why to go through. Um, it's a shame. It, it it had promise, and I mean, the the, the art style is very nice, but. The, the combat, which is fundamentally the majority of it, is just not worthwhile. Um, it's a shame. I wanted to like this game. No, no, I, I wanted to like it as well. Um, and in fact, they had a demo. I was a demo. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And I played for the demo, and by the end of it, I was like, oh, thank goodness that's over. Because <laughs> literally, but by the end of it, you, so go, you had a great time. By the end of it, you <laughs> to the, the second area, it was like, it was all those little, little tank. You know, energy shooting, you know, creatures just like three or four of them per room. So you were just like, you were spending like two minutes, well, almost to like dodging, slash, slash, dodge, charge attack, slash, slash, you know, thing. Okay, room's clear, on to the next one, repeat. Or you cleared them and then more teleport in, second wave. And you're like, why? <laughs> really? Um, just man. Because uh, the thing was, the second part, it was like, oh, there was this, this cult, um, this cult leader had convinced all his followers to commit suicide because, you know, you commit suicide, there's no repercussions. You commit suicide, oh, you're going to get reincarnated to a better life. Wonderful. Uh, everyone in the cult commits suicide, the cult leader chickens out. Um, and you, you find him and he goes to prison because, you know, he's com- he's convinced people to commit suicide, even though. Is that technically? I did, well, the thing is, it, it's like the problem is that because their belief system, life and death don't matter so much because as long as people progress on to the next reincarnation, who cares? You know. Um, so that, yeah, that that kind of throws flies in the face of getting jail term as well because unless your life is so great that you don't want to move on. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so he gets thrown in prison. So I assume it's going to be a shitty prison. They're going to make him. He'll probably try and commit suicide at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd yeah, be the only, the best answer, right? But anyway, so the thing, and then obviously the in in one of the cutscenes, you see this mysterious little ghostly girl. Um, this villain turns up, um, who wants the power that she has, um, and he he gets stopped by something something plot reasons. He leaves. And then the demo ends, so I don't get to find out what happened on it. It's sort of interesting, but the problem is, is that I didn't like, I hate the combat enough to say I wouldn't want to suffer through it. It's a shame. Uh, but yeah, five thumbs up. <laughs> out of a hundred, by the sound of it. <laughs> out of six. I don't know, uh, like, going back to this mechanic, and it was in Astelia 
that we talked about last yeah, yeah. week of having a, a summon that allows it's like a gateway to power basically yeah yeah and why can't it just be that you like there's a lot of games that lean on this yeah and it's kind of boring well no but the thing is well here it, the, the essentially the, the the summon is your weapon it, it it's just a yes, vis- if you think, think of it like a visual artifact of your weapon if you were to strip this back to like just a basic the most basic thing it is just a different type of weapon more than anything in Estelia the the characters are different because you can use them like for DPS for tanking essentially in a mode yeah, they're doing the they, they fall you. yeah they fill party roles um, so it, it's just a way of increasing your DPS so they are weapons in a sense but you get to manage them more because you know you have a decreasing energy mechanic we say if I want to add in additional ones to increase my DPS briefly you know and suffer the penalty of you know using more energy whereas here in um, Oninaki it's like shall I use the sword or shall I use the spear which one is strong against which enemy I don't it it didn't seem like like, it was just an attacking style it's like uh, what the Diablo games yeah uh, two and three um, Monster Hunter, um, and there's other games that do it as well, where you have a companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, be it the small cat in Monster Hunter or whoever you choose to go with you in Diablo. They don't, like, while they can fight for you, and there is people that have made builds in D2 <laughs> where they do do the fighting for you. Um, where you sort of sit back and let that, you literally let yeah, them... Yeah, you literally make an OP helper and... <laughs> They kill the boss. They they do the do you, damage. Do you get the experience, or do they just get more powerful? No, no, you get the experience. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, that's that's for me. That's acceptable because it's not gonna factor into how you play. Yeah, not it shouldn't anyway. It's it will be uh, an augmentation to your a complementary augmentation to, to what style. you do. Mm. Right. Whereas this sounds like not. Not so much in Onanaki, but but kind of as well a defining factor. Yeah. They, they, so if you want, if you don't find, I mean, um, are these? Is it linear? It's linear, right? It, so you're gonna find everything. You are absolutely going to find, unless they have ones, you know, in secret areas of the thing. There, there. I assume there's gonna be a minimum set to get you through because essentially it says, oh, you got to find this boy. You go through. You may search. They may have branching paths, sure. but. But later the, on, the you, end, you're not sure. The end part where you, you find the summon and then the cutscene takes you to the next sequence. Sure. So it is, this is a story that you want. Well, at least, yeah. so at least 50% of the things will be on the road map. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. There, there will be enough to get you through the story thing, but you will encounter them. And it, with the Stelia again, um, you find them as part of the story. I think there are extras as well, but it literally goes, oh, you need to speak to this guy and you just happen to find this thing in the Yeah, but that's going to galvanize your experience right there because it's going to be until I get here and until I achieve this. I won't get there. I'm thing. nowhere. Yeah. But with the, both these games, you can treat this this uh, summon, this thing, as essentially a weapon. It, it's it's just a fancy way of, of um, sure. addressing a weapon. Yeah. I just don't like yeah. it. Also, yeah. because in uh, in Estelia, more so even than this, well, actually, in this, not really the case, but it has its own AI as well. Yeah. Which, that's painful as... Because every companion I've ever seen in any game, I want to punch in the face, because they are... Well, in, in these ones, 
in in Oninaki, the the is it. just it's just follow. Um, with Australia, yeah. they, they have just triggers on enemies. So you summon, you know, the moment they trigger, you know, say sure. T- and the moment they don't trigger and they don't do what you want them to, uh, you want to lose your ma- mind because you can't control them. Yeah. Well, you. It's a case of you turn them off and on again. Have <laughs> 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 you tried rebooting your summons? <laughs> zip, zip. Which does happen on like D three with pet builds and other games of pet builds, right? You want them to attack someone, and they're just doing whatever they damn please. Did you ever play Daikatana? No, I avoided that. Like okay, but you did you hear you heard about the companions? Uh no, I I know the game yeah. loosely, but, but yeah, I'm, apparently no. they had a companion system because companions, and apparently the AI for them is just the most appalling thing ever. Um, I've never bothered investigating, but it's lived on in, in through the mists of Infamy. time. Yeah, as you know. AI companions, Daikatana is just the the nadir of despair. You say that in D two, your companion was solid, so you could not walk through them. Oh my goodness! So if you went into like a room, yes, and they, and they blocked the doorway, <laughs> could you could you summon and unsummon them? Nope. Oh my goodness! You'd have to you'd have to try and move them using the space available out of the gap that you needed to walk through. This is why they need to invent jump. <laughs> so you can jump over your companion. Solid... Why would they need solid companions? Why indeed? Wait, did D2 did, did, did have uh, multiplayer? Yes. Were the players solid to each other? Well, yes. Okay, so this tro- the trolling possibility, you just block people, you just like stand in front of people so they can't get out. just stupid. They doesn't... Because, I mean... Mon- you aren't solid. My well, monster's solid to you as well. You can, you can, you can dodge through monsters, can't you? No. Well, they're solid. Yeah. Everything's solid. Okay. Yeah. In that case, it makes perfect sense. No, they- it doesn't. Because the 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 pathing of the AI was horrendous. <laughs> so it would literally block you in a room. There was a state. There was uh, in Act Two. You had to go down into a burrow. Yeah. Where it was just giant maggots. And they would regularly block you in the doorways. They should, in the they should make that feature of like nightmare mode, <laughs> where the companion, the companion's AI actively tries to get in your way. <laughs> He's like that stupid person in a movie, a horror movie, <laughs> that wants, to, that seemingly wants to get killed and wants to get you killed too. Bloody marvelous. Yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's Oninaki. Right on to the next. Thing. For some reason, you wanted to cover this. Yes, uh, I want to bring it up briefly. Um, Super, uh, it's not Super Mario. It's a Mario Kart tour. Super Mario Kart. Yeah. There's, there's no, it's no super about it. Uh, coming to mobile, uh, Android initially, uh, iOS to follow. I believe it's coming in either September or October. Um, Nintendo is gently loosening the the grip on uh, some of their properties in order to uh, rake in the money. Uh, because you know, it's like releasing shares in order to get capital. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This this will help fund the proper Mario Kart, which is a re- there's already a Mario Kart on Switch. So, um, isn't that just a re a rehash of Mario Kart on the thingy? Well, the Switch one. Yeah, I think I think it, 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 obviously they have all the, the you know the tribute courses to all the previous versions because no, no, but isn't it just a port of the other uh, from the previous console, the Wii? I thought it was a new one, but 
I, I haven't I haven't really looked into that one. Anyway, um, this one it's on mobile, so simplified controls. Uh, your cart will auto accelerate. You don't need to worry about that. Uh, you apparently you swipe left and right to move. And uh, so all you people think, with Tinder apps have got a. An advantage. <laughs> yeah, uh, only of the courses that have just all right-hand turns. Um, and so, and braking, obviously. So the, the controls are thing, and then you you got uh, the, the weapons, which I, I'm not sure how they're dispatched. And that's it. Probably just from flicking up. Yeah, probably. Um, it's, September 25th. Uh, the big question is, is how badly is Nintendo going to monetize the hell out of this? I expect loot boxes, um, well, skins. No, they, they, they don't, <laughs> the Nintendo, Nintendo monetization, they sort of hide, um, like with Pokemon Masters, which is also just come out uh, a few days ago. Um, they they give you the the the, the, well, premium, the, the currency is the dime, you know, little gems. Um, so there's two types of gems. There's normal gems and paid gems. And the, the normal gems, they they drip for you. You can use these to like get summons and to get like um, unlock like some some kind of equipment or something. I don't know. Um, so in order to get more characters, you need to, to get these, and they sort of drip feed them to you. So you'll get them. Um, I've currently got you need three thousand to get a ten pull summon, and I've got like two thousand five hundred. So I've got to put a bit more time to it. But a lot of that. Like at least 40, 60, well, 50, 60% of that was just them from the, the launch bonus. So I said, here's a thousand gems for the launch. Mm. Here's 200 things because we've hit, you know, this milestone. So a ton of the, the gems I've got are from bonuses. But if it wasn't, I would have less than a thousand. And I, it would be ages before I'd be able to get unlock any new characters. Unless I wanted to do summon one at a time. Um, so... Um, there's all, and then there's paid gems, and the paid gems, um, it's cheaper to do a temple because you're paying for it, and also they got a guaranteed five star. With if you do, if you do a temple with with paid gems, you get guaranteed five star. With the other one, it's between three and five, and you're most likely to get mostly threes or fours. Wow, man, this just sounds horrible. But yeah, like they, a cash cow. This is this is this is how Nintendo does. It. They they sort of, they drip feed you, and you're like you get. Desperate. So I, I just, would, how could they drip feed? Like, how could they monetize Mario Kart? Um, Courses. Character. You could lock away characters and stuff. You could say, okay, you, you get the initial eight, and then yeah, course. You know, but it's like you know, with the uh, Mario Karts on on the other platforms, usually you only get the, like the fifty CC court. You know, um, carts, and for the hundred CC and the one, you know, the one fifty, the more powerful vehicles, the, and you know, the, the courses and, and seasons and stuff. You have to unlock them through play, and we yeah, do that's s- fine. But that's not unlocking them through money. No, what you do is you just say, "Oh, to unlock the the hundred CC carts, you need to acquire ten thousand gems." And you, if every time you log in, here's five gems. Good luck. Uh, you'll get that in about three months, or if you throw a few dollars at it, you can get them now. You know that sort of thing. There, there are ways to monetize it, but the thing is, with Nintendo, they 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 do it in such a, a way that it's like it, it it's you can the progress is so slow. I mean, you can do it free to play, no problem, but it will take you a while. You just have to grind and grind, and that's 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 the way they do it. Because Nintendo will give it away for free. Well, they give it away for free, but they will they will make sure that they will get their money's worth out of it. Yes, yeah, duplicitous garbage. But that's like it was like with uh, 
Mario, you know, was it Mario Run or whatever? Mario, what was the, the yeah, yeah, I think was it was called, called that. They, it, they, they not only charged initially, it was like a, what five dollars or something initial cost, but they also had in app transactions, really, in app purchases, yeah, for uh, what stamina or something, or to unlock like additional. No, no, that's right. They, they eventually changed it so that it was like, um, if you play for free, you got like level one for free mm. and then everything else was paywall so you could say okay yeah, this is something I like and then you pay for it and the numbers were just not thing but because Nintendo had they, they were pricing it like instead of pricing it like 17 you know 70, you know 99 cents or something you know something low they were pricing it five dollars you know they were pricing it at I'm assuming this game was a failure um it for Nintendo, for Nintendo, they it would it did not make as much money as they're expecting. No, really? Yeah, Nintendo so, are so deluded. Though. It, it well, it, it obviously made its cost back, but the fact is, they're expecting truckloads of money, and they didn't get that many trucks. Deluded. Yeah. So um, I'm playing Pokemon Masters at the moment. It's the the combat. We're getting is, a full review, are we? We we well, I might as well throw it in because there's we need we need to fill the time for the episode, right? Um, it's okay. Well, I, I not with shit. I, I can't. Anyway, um, Pokemon Masters. Um, you 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 collect trainers and Pokemon from the the game the, the various game series. Um, the combat is simplified. So does that mean you've got Ash Ketchum in a ball? Well, the the character you start with starts with Pikachu. Um, you can you can meet characters from like you meet Hal from. Uh, Pokemon Sun Moon. You meet Cynthia from the the, the I think Pokemon the fourth gen or something. But you you meet some famous characters mm. and their and their primary Pokemon from you know various uh, games, and that that's the collection mechanic. And then you pick them um, on your team. You have teams of three people, um, each with their own individual Pokemon. But it, it's like. Oh, you're in the volcano area. All the trainers are going to be using fire Pokemon, so bring water and rock ones. That's the strategy. You, you it literally tells you what to bring, and it, so it, it's the combat's just spoon-fed lameness. Yeah, it's ma- ma- horribly unsatisfying. Anyway, um, and in this summoning the characters, the, the, that's that's how they get you. They, they monetize it by saying you want the rare five-star characters. You're going to have to summon them. And summoning it with a free currency is going to take you a thousand years. But if you pay, you can summon a hell of a lot. And you're guaranteed the five stars, so you're more likely to get them. This thing you mentioned about getting uh, currency for picking up the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's what all the games do. They set these mm. very low thresholds yeah. of rewards complete, at the beginning. Complete level one, here's ten gems. Complete yeah. level two, here's ten gems. Right, but as soon as you have accessed all of that, it is... It has dried up. It's as arid as... Yeah, yeah. But what obviously they'll do is they'll throw more characters. They've got like 60 characters in there and they've got hundreds of characters across, what, 30, 40 plus games. Um, so they, they can drip feed characters out every few months Yeah, yeah, easily. but I'm, I'm not concerned about that. Yeah. I'm concerned about that uh, there's going to be a point where people are just going to break and not play the game or yeah. break and spend money. That's it. That's that's how these because Street Fighter Five did that. And did people break? I don't know. I didn't. Um, and Anthem did that, but they were throwing money at you at the beginning. Yeah. But, at, no, but later it, it's, on, yeah, it's absolutely. It's, but this is a common thing, and it's like 
it seems fair at the off, but once you're in it, you realise how massively unfair it this, is. This is the point with all with these things, is that it it's it hooks you and then you it's the sunk cost fallacy. So I've invested X amount of resources, time, yeah. etc. I need to see this through to get my worth. <laughs> no. But the problem is, is that it, it the, 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 the slope you're, you're climbing becomes steeper and steeper because as you progress, there are less levels to unlock. There is less free, you know, currency thrown at you yep. and it becomes harder and harder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, different games handle it differently. Um, some of the ones I play, they just... They just, they just throw currency at you regardless. And if, if you're just patient, you'll, you'll get it. But others um, like this, you can see them. They're saying, well, once you've completed all the, the the levels, then there's just like, you know, there's just like the multiplayer, you know, end game. Yeah. And that's where the currency dries up. And then they're going to throw new characters in. And you go, well, crap, I don't have enough. And I've already unlocked such and such. I only want to, I'm going to catch them all, as the saying goes. Um, that's, that's how it is. Um, I don't know that Mario Kart is going to be that insidious, but I suspect they can well, pay, they can pay wall. Judging in the, by the last Mario game, they, 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 all the stuff that you could unlock from the, you know the full release, you, you pay wall it off, or you just bury it under large numbers of the currency that require just so much time and effort that people say it's easier to pay. Maybe uh, you have to invest money in the game before you start, and when you run uh, drive through one of those question mark blocks. It says, would you like to access this question mark blocks? costs 99 cents. <laughs> it's like, you click it, the game pauses, yeah. and it says, swipe card now. It's like, or tap, tap uh, NFC yeah. against... Your against PayPal yeah. now. Um, and then you go, yes, and you get a banana skin, and you're like, God. I can't remember. I was, I was reading about a game. It might have been Maricot or something, and it mentioned that it was... It was like... The, the way they worded it, it was like free to. It, 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 it's like they're saying it was like free to play initially, but it was just like an insidious <laughs> way. Like it was not going to be free if you wanted to carry on playing, and but it was just like an odd way to phrase it. And I was like, free to download, free to start, not free to play. Yeah, it, it, it was just. But they didn't use what it was just the way they. It was just a, a really strange way of phrasing it. It implied that you. you it was like be a period of yeah, time. Yeah, it's like. Okay, you get essentially a demo, and if you want a thing, you're gonna to have to start forking out. Unlocking. But but not like but yeah, but not like a one-off. It was like ongoing. You know, say that, to... that's insidious. I don't want my games to be like that. Well, you can see that it's it's becoming a, a greater and greater trend, isn't it? It is, but not no, no, everyone, no. Obviously, not every company. Triple A titles still haven't employed that tactic. No, they, of course they won't, because they need the upfront. Um, return because there's no guarantee uh, thing but there, there will be a time where games well games already that one or another but it will be this reminds market. me actually I did see a news a, a kind of a news story on Riot Games purchasing another studio in order to create a fight, uh, fighting game yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think we discussed that no. briefly didn't? Maybe not. Maybe wasn't on, wasn't on show then. Um, I think, yeah. Um, but that's right. Riots need to diversify, except that they've got their battle chess version now. So 
Yeah, it's <laughs> really diversified there. But I think it's the fighting game library is going to be the lead characters. No, as fight. What different characters? I don't, I don't think it's going to be lead characters. There's a, there's a, there, there was a stupid thing that it might be, but I don't think it is I, at all. I'd assume because the people behind the uh, engine of the game had characters already. Well, no, no, no. They, they, they're not going to have a. I think they're going to have a sway in what happens. When you own a studio, they have no sway, dude. Unless they leave. They're, they're the ones making the. Irrespective of what the skins are, yeah, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. The game, I can't remember the name of the studio they bought. It's ir- like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but they already bought a game out in 2015. Mm. So they've had their day in the sun. And it was not as well received as... Like, it didn't become a commercial success and the servers were shut down. <laughs> right? It was embraced by people of note, apparently. Uh, and the mechanics were there because... What they essentially wanted to do was create a game that was fun to play if you were a novice and had the mechanics to excel at it if you were an expert. Uh, Radiant Entertainment. That's the one. 2016. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's ancient technology. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) 2016 and uh, Rising Thunder was the the game that they... I mean, it looked fugly to me, but the mechanics were solid. Hmm. Like... This this was a, a game that flew under most people's radar. I mean, I remember it from the time, and it sort of reinvigorated the memory of it when I read this news story, looking into it. Oh no, no, no right, right. Raging has two titles: uh, Rising Thunder, and the town building simulator Stone Hearth. Stone Hearth will be completed under the banner of Riot Games. Yeah, I've read that as well. Yeah, uh, what you, this was twenty sixteen. <laughs> yeah. um, Blah, 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 blah. Fan made League fights, League of Fighters puts rights characters against each other in all matches. Uh, people want League characters fighting each other. Yeah, but that's... Who gives a... Yeah. The League characters are, are style... They're like Street Fighter 2 characters. They're stylized, not actualized characters. There's no bullfighter that wears a mask and has a... Freddy Krueger claw dancing around in a Spanish restaurant. Just there just isn't. They don't do that because there's no fighting. You're style. not going to the right restaurants. There's no fighting style behind M Bison. There's you know they're caricatures. They're not. Virtua Fighter explored the actual fighting style of a discipline. And look for that, right? <laughs> well, you say that, but Tekken's still around, and they basically did the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Um, where Street Fighter was just caricatures, and that's exactly what the characters in um, League of Legends are. They're yeah. caricatures. There's no real fighting style there. Obviously. Uh, so it's just going to come off looking like every other game, stylized nonsense. Just throw a punch. Don't do a backflip to do a small kick like Chung Lee does. Just throw a punch, all right? Just give up. People want League characters fighting each other. Only morons who play League... Equals Dude, you're morons. insulting like the majority of what? Well, I, no I assume, one of assume, our audience. I assume we have an audience, and yeah, we have an audience, and they probably don't play league. <laughs> so listening to us. <laughs> well, the ones that do play league are probably left, and so that's that statement is 100 percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, my, my opinion of League is irrespective. I'm just yeah. saying, as a fighting game, you'd want to employ some tactic of uh, an inspiration. Mm. Right? So you say this guy is a monk... I don't like. I don't even know what the lead characters are. There's a guy uh, who, looks, who looks like a troll, right? Yeah. Uh, and he carries a club, as far as I'm aware. They have yordles, which are like little. Sure. Right. No, 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 What's his no. fighting style going to be based on? Punch, kick, death. Well, it's like the caricatures. That's all I was trying to say. I'm not directly insulting I, I, Lee. I'm not. I'm not arguing with it. They're not caricatures, but this. If they did a league game, people would buy it. A league fighting game. That's yeah, but that's like doing a Mario run. <laughs> Rise of Machines. <laughs> it's like no one wants to see that. People, people, a lot of people went into it and left it. Yeah, I can imagine after their paywall came up. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's still out there. Actually, it must um, be. They don't pull things. Yeah, like that. I mean it just. I mean there. Nintendo might because they're crazy. Um, yeah. These are the people that have a console out there that has a resolution of the screen <laughs> that's less. That's less than a mobile phone, a cheap mobile phone. But it, because the higher the resolution, the, the greater the power draw. So you can say this to the blue in the face, dude. But. But still not as easy to program as ios or android it still doesn't have the graphical fidelity of ios or android it still doesn't have the it's portability the of ios or of, android of the nvidia tegra x1 <laughs> did you hit i, I read about i'm the, pretty sure there are phones that use that process with with the, the the new versions of the, the switch i'm not even talking about the switch I i'm talking about the ds oh that that's garbage technology the switch is fine oh yeah, the, 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 but the thing is it's because it has to run off like tiny batteries no, like you, you, you have to aim, try and get five hour life out of tiny batteries. They're not tiny batteries. It's a lithium battery. Yeah, it's a rechargeable lithium battery. It probably power a wheelchair if you ask it to. I don't know what you're crying about. The point is, uh, the point is a. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about the DS. You were just going to check if uh, Mario Run is still on the Play Store. It is still on the Play Store. How much does it still got a paywall? Is it still you have to buy it? Uh, this app, uh, it looks to be free. Uh, it doesn't mention about in-app wait in-app purchases. Looking on the Play Store uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, in-app wait in-app products, nine pounds ninety-nine per item. Pay to unlock. Wow. So, like I said. The thing is, they set price nine pounds ninety. Look, this is this is for an endless runner game, endless run. So you just you're running and jumping. There's very basic gameplay. It's not even like it's not even like a Mario game where you can you know do Mario stuff. It's just an endless runner, but they're charging ten quid to unlock the full full game, and they wonder why it didn't meet expectations. Wow! Instead of saying. Like $2, you know, just a reasonable price for the gameplay you're getting. It's like, we want the money now. Wow. Yeah. I, even, I was, even I wasn't expecting a number that large. Wow. I don't remember it being that large, but that's what it says here. £10. £10 to unlock the game full. Wow. Because I, I do remember trying it. And I tried the, up to, the, the, you know, the first 
you know, the free section. And I was like, this is boring. I wouldn't want to play it anyway. Um, but I said I wouldn't want to pay for it. But yeah. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You can buy AAA titles for £10. Yeah. They're just not, you know, you, it's six months after they come out, yeah. you can buy them for £10. You, yeah, you just wait. It will become, it will go down in price. You will get more enjoyment than an endless run. I mean, that's just appalling. A hundred million plus installs, but... A hundred million plus de- <laughs> uninstalls. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. Nintendo, when I say Nintendo like money... Wow, sir. Yeah, was, they all like money. Yeah, but... <laughs> ten quid. Nintendo are just behind the times, somewhat. Um, yeah, so the, the, apart with um, Fire Emblem, um, the Fire Emblem game on mobile, they, they've, they've perfected... The, the sweet spot between you know the, the gacha games and so you say um, so but it, it's it's successful it rakes in a shit ton of money so they're happy with how Fire Emblem I have to say I have to say the Switch Fire Emblem game looks Three, three Houses yeah that mm. looks very um, what's the phrase engaging and totally not for me <laughs> on every it's level. A, it's a dating it, simulator. It looks like a grind and a half. It looks so, so overdone. I mean, there was, there was, I was watching, I watched a lot of it and uh, somebody played through on, I think, the hardest difficulty, if there is, I'm sure he said it was. Mm. Um, and there was a point where he was in a gigantic square that he had to, scroll just to get to the other side of and he had an f ton of forces in it like hero characters yeah. fighting against the basic army of opposition yeah and this whole thing just to do this one event took over an hour <laughs> wow and it's like and obviously because it's turn-based and you hit them they hit yeah. you uh, so boring so oh boring <laughs> So boring. <laughs> I could not sit through. You're, that. you're not the target. We are not the target audience. It doesn't matter though. Like, is the target audience brain dead? People love Fire Emblem, and they love so, it on Smash yes. as well. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem with that and XCOM and all those games like that. It meant to be strategy based. Yeah. but it's like simulating a war. Yeah, like be a little bit more snappy than this. We need three times speed and auto. Just pick. No set auto. It to one side. <laughs> no auto. That's not playing a game. That's watching a game. Would you rather watch it for an hour or let it sort itself out in like ten minutes? Uh, neither. In that case, <laughs> I did watch it for an over an hour. What would you like to do? And I was bored stiff. There's one thing you don't. Like. I appreciate that the game's got mechanics. I just don't appreciate the fact that it takes so long to do so little. Well, I, the thing is, I don't know how the, the gameplay is in the in the mobile version, but I assume it's very similar to the, in style to the previous I'm sure. Fire Emblem games. So, um, I can move this amount of squares, and I can attack this amount of squares. Well, it's it's working for someone because Nintendo are raking it in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they make money on the games that I don't like, and they produce the games that I do like, then. Great. Everyone wins. Well, I don't win yet because I don't have a Switch, but, you know. <laughs> Nintendo, send us some review Switches. <laughs> Not like a Switch that says review on it and you just flick it up and down. No, and no, no. do anything. It, it, <laughs> the thing, we review it and say, 
yep, that's a switch, and then we have to send them back. <laughs> it powers up, it powers down, it can, can, it can power a wheelchair. It can play switch games. <laughs> yeah. I give it 10 out of 10. <laughs> Very switch-like. So, yes. So what we've learned to this week is Nintendo are actually evil. Um, and there are a bunch of games that we're looking forward to. There's a new genre called... Uh, Jack Jack Banjo Clank Back, Jack Banjo Clank um, where you run around 3D landscape collecting shiny objects for, st- for story reasons fighting identical slightly colour palette changed enemies for 10 hours and jumping over gaps that the camera will kill you <laughs> 7 times out of 10 <laughs> well this should give you an adjustable camera <laughs> Uh, right I think that will uh, do it for today's episode thank you very much this was the Digital Suffering Podcast the podcast where we suffer so you don't have to good night that was the Digital Suffering Podcast if you'd like to suffer some more you can find other episodes on Red Circle Spotify Google Podcast Apple iTunes Stitcher Radio Public and SoundCloud please like and subscribe everywhere